0: Buying a home. Hi, this is Chuck Mirandi, and I want to talk today about the process of buying a home. I'm going to run through the entire process from A to Z with you right now. First of all, if you're buying a home in a place like Squim, Washington, you've got to realize that real estate issues are unique in different parts of the country. So, you're going to want to do your due diligence and make sure that you're buying a home or land in an area where there are not particular problems unique to this area. That will be true wherever you buy. Just make sure that you're getting good advice if you're hiring a buyer's agent and uh, make sure you don't buy in the wrong area or a dangerous area or an area where the bluffs are falling off into the ocean or in a liquefaction area where the land could sink underwater uh, and so on. Now, First, you're going to find a home, and I'm going to jump uh, all the way to the the point at which you've actually found one uh, on the MLS, uh, or your agent has helped you find one. And now you're ready to make an offer. First thing you're going to do is have your agent uh, draft a purchase and sale agreement. Now the purchase and sale agreement uh, itself in this market is five pages long, a lot of boilerplate. The first page is uh, a summary of the whole transaction with all the numbers and the basic terms. But you'll also have then attached to that five page purchase and sale agreement a number of important addendums. So for example, you'll have an addendum for a home inspection. You may have an addendum for a septic inspection and a well inspection. And you may have other addendums too. You'll have a financing addendum if you're getting a loan. If you're paying in cash, you probably will have to have a proof of uh, the cash available for the transaction, evidence of funds as we call it, but what you'll do is get the offer and the addendums all drafted with the uh, price and the terms, submit that to the seller, and then the seller, assuming they're represented by a listing agent, will present the offer and go over it, and of course, the seller can either accept, reject, or counter offer. Typically, there's a counter offer unless you've found a house that's perfect and the price is uh, what you've defined as true fair market value, in which case you probably made a full price offer in a tight market. Other than that, uh, you'll have a counter offer from the seller and then you can accept, reject, or counter again. Sometimes uh, counteroffers will go back and forth two or three times until mutual acceptance is reached, if it is reached. Once you have mutual acceptance, that's, of course, the full agreement has been signed by both parties, and you're in agreement to all the price and terms. Once you have that agreement in writing, you'll submit that to the escrow agent and the title company. They'll begin to do their uh, background work, their paperwork, and review of the title. And uh, also, then, if you're getting a loan, you'll submit that to your mortgage broker, and he'll begin the process of uh, handing that off to a loan processor and an appraiser will be appointed, and hopefully the appraisal comes in at or above the accepted price. If it doesn't, that's another story for another day. Uh, then your underwriter uh, is uh, also going to get involved once the loan processing and the appraisal is, are, are all done, and he'll have to meet underwriting standards depending on the type of loan it is, an, H- uh, an HUD loan, a FHA, a VA loan, a conventional loan of some kind, They all have uh, their own underwriting standards. Now, you'll have the home inspection uh, within uh, the deadline uh, according to the contract. For example, you may have a 10-day or 14-day deadline to get the home inspection done. Uh, Once the home inspection is uh, done, once you have the report, then you'll go over that with your buyer's agent. If there are just some minor problems that the home inspector found, well, okay, no big deal. But you're looking really, in my opinion, for anything really serious. So, water in the crawl space, that's serious. And if it can't be fixed, then you may have to terminate the transaction. And that really is, I think, the, the primary purpose of a home inspection. It's to help you terminate the transaction if you need to. Now, uh, there's, again, minor things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste the seller's time trying to repair minor things. But major things, yes. The furnace needs to be replaced. Well, that's pretty major. That could cost thousands of dollars five, six, ten thousand dollars. And in which case, you'll either want the seller to just have that fixed right away, or you'll want to get some kind of uh, credit uh, so you can replace the furnace when you close. Now, there may be some repairs required by your lender. If you have a VA lender, for example, and the deck is rotting, they may require that that be fixed by the seller before they'll uh, agree to fund the loan. So there's some details along the way. Um, If it's a private well, you probably want to have a well inspection. Important to know how many gallons per minute the well will produce. And uh, kinda nice to have a uh, quality uh, lab test done for bacteria and nitrates. Now once you have all of your due diligence done and there are no contingencies left to uh, resolve, you'll close at the title company, or, or should I say the escrow company, In fact, uh, in most places, the title and escrow company are the same company in the same building. They just separate the closing department, or what they call the escrow department, from the title department. The title department will do all of the research uh, for the uh, records uh, that are associated with the real estate transaction. So that's where you'll see any encumbrances or liens or judgments or anything like that which, of course, have to be cleared uh, when you're buying the property. You're going to get a statutory warranty deed, and your property will be free and clear, unless, of course, you're getting a mortgage, and then that mortgage will, of course, be in first place with a note and deed of trust. Uh, But uh, the transaction will be closed by a licensed escrow agent, and uh, they will put together all of the paperwork. They'll collect the loan package from your mortgage broker if you're getting a loan. And they'll incorporate all of the debits and credits into a closing statement and uh, sit down at a table with you and close everything. The official closing date is when the uh, escrow company then records the statutory warranty deed. And everything will be prorated as of that closing date, including property taxes, any interest on your loan, um, and any other uh, associated debits or credits that need to be prorated, like propane left in the propane tank or any reimbursements for the seller. There are a lot of other details that can come up depending on the specific transaction and the property itself, but uh, one of the keys I would say is you've got to know how to do your due diligence in that particular real estate market and you're going to need some expertise and, and, and that's local expertise to make sure you don't miss anything. You can't afford to have a big mistake when you buy a home, not these days, especially if you're retiring. Listen, I hope this has been helpful information. I'm Chuck Murundi, and you can read more at squimrealestateblog.com.